Good morning and welcome at that time once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour live on a Friday. Not only just a Friday, which, let's face it, it's Friday, which makes it an awesome day. But it's Friday the 13th for all you superstitious people out there. Hide the women, hide the children. Nobody leaves the basement. It's Friday the 13th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The physical delivery of wealth insurance. You're not diversified, and I don't care what they say, if you don't own any. The website at allamericangold.com. I mean, you can do it all out there. You don't have to talk to us anymore. You can order right there online. You can look at our medals program online, all the news articles, the videos, the Facebook, the YouTube, the, the Twitter, the podcast. We try to make it the most educational website in the business. Matter of fact, I don't think anyone has more educational things out there about gold, about silver, uh, than we do. Without a doubt, the easiest place to order. We don't play games here. There's no bait and switch. We don't have the sleazeball salesmen. We don't have the the boiler room, right, where the they're calling you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Listen, if you want to be diversified if you want to make sure you're protected you know what's coming we all know what's coming right as this debt bubble gets ready to implode i mean we're 20 20.4 trillion dollars in debt and the the sad part is is we're just getting to the big debt years 10,000 people a day retire every single day right here in america uh, yesterday we talked about uh, Social Security and the the case that was tried in 1960. I'll give a little recap for those of you because Colorado was off yesterday. If you didn't uh, catch that, I'm going to give a brief synopsis of that uh, this morning. We got a whole bunch of other things to talk about. Uh, is o- the end of Obamacare here? Uh, Donald Trump with some executive action that we need to talk about. Uh, plus a whole bunch more uh, gold back to the $1,300 level in rising. Uh, and, and I said, you know what, you know, we had a made-for-TV event, as I like to call them, right, the little dog and pony, the cue the deer. Now that it's over, you got to go back and deal with all of the realities out there. And I don't know, you know, I was thinking, because it's Friday the 13th, and not that I, you know, there's not a lot of super tall buildings in, in Phoenix. I mean, there's some. But they used to take the 13th floor out of the, like when you're in the elevator, they tried to pretend that it, it didn't exist. Just because you called the 13th floor the 14th floor, doesn't it still make it the 13th floor? I don't know. I'm just talking out loud. And, and uh, I don't know. You know what, Arlene, she's not superstitious. I'm not superstitious, but it, you know what? It kind of—I wish I was, because it'd make it fun today, right? That's when all the crazy stuff. Is it a full moon today? Probably not. We can't get that lucky, you know. You imagine, like, you get like the trifecta, right? It's, it's Friday. It's the 13th. It's a full moon. You know, you know that's when all the 
the crazy things will happen. Uh, but nonetheless, if you are superstitious, stay off the road. That way there will be less of you out there. Hopefully most of Phoenix uh, will be superstitious, and then uh, it will be an easier commute for the rest of us. Uh, we had a lot of economic data out today. None of it was as good as they were hoping for. And I, I, and I don't know who they are, right, because we had data on wages. And and it's so funny. Remember earlier in the week, I told you the BLS, and they still haven't owned up to it. They had a spreadsheet error, which was a big reason why, you know, gold went all the way down. I think gold got into the 1250s uh, towards the end of last week, and, of course, now it's back above 1300 uh, because of this error. Uh, but real wages fell for the second straight month. Uh, that data was out today. We'll kind of give you a quick recap of that. But we, you don't need a recap. You already know. Right? All of you already know. Right? The money doesn't go as far. No one's paying more money. Everybody wants you to be part-time. They want you to be a 1099. You know, I did see a headline yesterday, which it's it's one of those good news but headlines. The amount of people filing and staying in the unemployment lines and continuing claims hit like a, I don't even know, multi-decade low. But the thing about it is, is most of the jobs now created in this, you know, quote-unquote recovery are jobs where you're not allowed to file. In other words, you're a contractor, right? The, you're a 1099. You're, if you're working for Uber or Lyft or, or you're working as a, a consultant, if you will, you don't get to file unemployment. It doesn't work that way. And so, like, like I said, it's kind of a good news, bad news, right? This isn't the jobs market of, of 20 years ago. In this new jobs market, people just don't make as much money. We're going to talk about that. We had retail sales. This was the big retail sales number after the hurricane. Right? Everyone was out buying cars. Apparently not that many of them because General Motors had another big shutdown. But even that number came in light. Uh, so not the big bounce that they were hoping for. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Gold's up $7 and change, $1,360. $1,300.60. Uh, silver's up another ten cents, seventeen dollars thirty-seven cents. On the we had bad wages for the month of was it September? Yeah, it was a September number. So second decline in a row in wages, in real wages. Which really, when we, if you remember the show we did about the BLS, they had those numbers. You know, they broke it up. They break up. You know, there's there's 
categories and then subcategories, and the subcategories roll up to the categories, the categories roll into the total. And they break the jobs down into two, what I'll call two categories, and then I don't even know how many subcategories are in each of those. But both categories show decreases in earnings. So really what that probably meant is people were working less, even less hours, right? So the, the hours were down, uh, you know, wages are stagnant. So when your wages are stagnant and you lose hours, your pay is less. Uh, second straight monthly decline. Retail sales was up 1.6%, which that would be a great number. I mean, it would be a fantastic number. Uh, but it was cars, hurricane cars, and then unfortunately gasoline, right? Because because of especially the one in Texas, the hurricane in Texas, gas prices shot up, oil prices shot up, and, and when you strip those out, uh, it was just a very mediocre, mediocre number. The, the the one good number was the consumer confidence for the billionaires. They're still real confident. They love Wall Street. Uh, so that was kind of the economic data that was out today, yesterday. And I'm just I'm just going to touch on it again. You know, because we've been talking a lot about, and I've been warning you all about the 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 condition that the cities and the states are in and how important it is when you think about all the state employees and the city employees, you know, you think about the teachers and the firefighters and the police, right? Those those are ones are the big obvious ones, but then there's all the other uh, employees that work for the cities and the states and the pension problems and, and, and almost seemingly what every at least once a month a lot of times once a week there's another city or another state that pops up and and says we got big problems and then for the rest of us the ones that aren't government workers right we rely on social security and yesterday uh, we talked about the the supreme court in 1960 set the groundwork for what is happening today because one of the biggest things that that makes no sense okay whether you want to believe the the fake washington number right social security is going to be broke in 2031 or 2032 whatever the number is right 2030 something right which you know when you think about it you're like okay that's you know 14 15 years depending, right? Let's call it 15 years. Social Security is going to be broke in 15 years. And on the next day, it'll only be able to pay 75% of claims. Now, of course, yesterday I made the point, well, wouldn't it be like 99%, right? Because you just became broke, and that's why I told you we're already there. It's already insolvent. Right? They just play a game with the non-marketable securities, right? And yesterday I told you the reason why they're non-marketable securities, they never actually bought the security, right? Hence the non-marketable part. The non-marketable part means, hey, we spent the money and we slipped an IOU in. And we, we collect, oh, just, it's real close to a trillion dollars. Okay, so just under a trillion dollars 
in the FICA taxes for Social Security, but we spent a trillion dollars. And so we're already collecting less. The difference is, and the reason why they don't say it's official yet, is they pretend, I shouldn't say they pretend, but they they take the non-marketable securities, and they would pay the interest on those securities like they had actually bought them. Right? Does that make sense? Right? So they didn't actually buy them, but they are going to pay the interest on those non-marketable securities, uh, you know, pretending that they, if they had bought them, and with that interest payment, it puts us scantily ahead, right? But I think this is it. 2017 was the last year for surplus. I think next year uh, it goes negative, and then the the trust fund, right, the non-marketable security trust fund, they start pulling it out. And they say 15 years. I'm telling you, it's going to be 10. Right? The trust fund is going to be broken 10 years. Why wouldn't Congress be trying to fix it? Right? You think about uh, the last presidential election, right, with Trump and Hillary. They didn't even talk about it. They didn't bring it up. And and the reason is the court case from 1960, Fleming versus Nestor. And Nestor was the one that was suing. He was an immigrant, right, which most people back then were. And when they enacted uh, the Social Security Act, right, this was an act that was created uh, during the Great Depression, right, the uh, Social Security Act of 1935, and particularly... It was section number 1104 of the bill, which had to do with Congress reserved as the power to amend and or revise the schedule of benefits. In other words, hey, we're going to start with this, but if we all vote for something else, we can do something else. So Ephraim Nestor, what that was his name, he was denied... Social Security benefits, even though he had paid into the Social Security system for 19 years. At the issue was Nestor actually got deported in, uh, I forget what the year was, but, but he, he was deported because he was a member of the Communist Party in the 30s. Right, so remember, during the, the McCarthyism era, they deported him. And he became eligible, but, but in the interim, he had paid for 19 years. And he actually became eligible for Social Security payments in 1955. Okay, so he hit 65 in 1955. In 1956, so a year later, he was deported, and I, like I said, he was a member of the Communist Party from 1933 to 1939. So he said, hey, I paid in. you got to give me my money back. <laughs> I should be out whether I was deported or not. I paid in for 19 years. 
the court ruled, the Supreme Court ruled, that there is no contractual right to receive Social Security payments. And it doesn't matter whether you're legal, illegal, paid, didn't paid. We have no legal right. Well, I shouldn't say, uh, I guess legal, because it was the Supreme Court. They used the word contractual. No contractual right to receive Social Security payments. Payments due under Social Security are not property. Right? So it's not yours. Even though, you know, you think about the great length the government goes through to pretend that they're they're protecting us. Right? You think about Social Security. Oh, listen, you know what? We don't trust you with your money to save it for your retirement, so we're going to do it for you. Right? And we're going to save it for you, and when you turn 65, we'll start giving it back to you. Then you come to find out today... Right here we are. All the baby boomers are getting are retiring, ten thousand of them a day. And within the next ten and you know what, let's go crazy. Ten to fifteen years. <laughs> right? So give yourself some way. Ten to fifteen years, it's going to be insolvent. Hmm. Isn't that special? Especially since ten thousand people a day are going to retire. Every single day between now and 19, I think it's 19, or 19, 2029, I believe, 10,000 people a day on average every single day for the next 12 years. And we're going to run out of money. And nobody wants to do anything about it, but at least now we know why. Legally, they don't have to. The Supreme Court ruled, hey, we're not entitled to it. The government, they can do with it as they see fit. And that the Social Security payments are nothing more than a tax. And then I start thinking about, you know, like things like too big to fail. And then I think about FDIC insurance. Right? And I start thinking about how they pretend that they're there to protect us. Right? FDIC insurance, up to $250,000. And by the way, right, less than 3% of the entire population, working population of the United States, makes more than $250,000. So it's convenient, isn't it? Uh, I think when you go up to 500000 or more, you're below 1%. So how many people have the $250,000 to begin with? Not many. But that also applies uh, to, to to all of your, you know, your savings accounts, your checking accounts, and then, of course, I tell you all the time, there's trillions of dollars of deposits in these mega banks. They only have, the FDIC has, you know, a couple of tens of billions of dollars, right? They couldn't survive 
a single bank. They couldn't bail out a single bank in the top, say, 20, maybe even 50, maybe even top 100 banks in the entire country. And when you get to that level, that's 99% of, you know, okay, not 90, 94% of all the deposits are in financial institutions that the FDIC has no chance of ever being able to bail out. I think, wouldn't that be a good rule of thumb? Hey, a bank can't be bigger than however much money the FDIC has to insure the deposit. Wouldn't that be a good rule of thumb? That way, if you went under, hey, nobody has to lose anything, of course. But what did they do? They changed the laws. And, of course, they told us they were protecting us again. Right? That's our favorite thing. We're from the government, and we're here to help. Right? And we're going to protect you from yourself. And then when we come to find out what the actual protection was, there was really no protection at all. Right? Well, it was only protection until we ran out of money. Right? Then the second we're out of money, well, then there's no protection. So for all of you that wanted to know, and maybe you didn't, I don't know, but I, I'm going to tell you anyway. The reason why nobody's acting in Congress about Social Security is they already knew legally we never had to pay you anyway. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Friday the 13th. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Today is the birthday of one of the most remarkable and successful women in modern history, Margaret Thatcher. She was born on October 13, 1925. She was the first and so far the only woman Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Her influence on England is comparable to that of Queen Victoria or of Queen Elizabeth I. Margaret Thatcher certainly was not a feminist. She proudly announced that she owed nothing to the feminist movement. I had the pleasure of meeting Margaret Thatcher, and I was impressed with her understanding of the principles that make America a great country. Here are some of her words from an interview she gave on a trip to the United States in 1996, and I quote, The Ten Commandments are addressed to each and every person. This is the origin of our common humanity and of the sanctity of the individual. Each one has a duty to try to carry out those commandments. You don't get that in any other political creed. It is personal liberty with personal responsibility. Continuing with Margaret Thatcher's words, We expect individuals to show responsibility to parents, to children, and to God. This really binds us together in a way that nothing else does. If you accept freedom, you've got to have principles along with responsibility. You cannot do this without a biblical foundation. Your founding fathers came over with that. They came over with the doctrines of the New Testament as well as the Old. They looked after one another, not only as a matter of necessity, but as a matter of their duty to their God. 
there is no other country in the world which started that way. Margaret Thatcher was a staunch friend of President Ronald Reagan, and they cooperated so successfully in bringing the Cold War to victory for Western civilization without firing a shot. 2017 marks 50 years of the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, mailed, broadcast, and posted online to millions of Americans eager to follow her traditional conservative perspective. We continue that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com, archiving the past, addressing today's key issues, and staying alert for the future. So bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Pedro Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Today we have a, another opportunity in the fractional market. Uh, there, You know what the nice part about uh, the the kind of the pullback here uh, in the premiums? And, and, and we've talked about it, right? This should be one of those years you need to be stockpiling, but everyone's just kind of, no one knows what to do. And too many people have fallen, right? There, So many of us have fallen in the wrong direction where, hey, every month at the end of the month, seemingly I have less and less money. Uh, but it has allowed for the fractional market in the gold market to actually have some product. I mean, a lot of times, in, in you know, you think about the, like the, the last 10 years before this one. I mean, we did 10, right? You get the $10 Liberties or the $10 Indians. Uh, the 20 lives, but, you know, getting into the, the fives or the two and a half hardly ever happened. Uh, we have another opportunity today in the $5 Liberty market. Now, these are the older, older ones, the 1866 to 1907. Uh, these are the $5 Liberties. They're $360. That's the normal price. Three, we're going to take ten bucks off, so you're going to save ten bucks a coin, which is that's a lot on a Liberty. Three hundred and fifty dollars, uh, great fractionable material. You know, it's a, a quarter ounce size. That's something where you know if you're you got to pay your property tax, or or maybe you you want to uh, get a chicken coop or something along those lines, something a little bigger. Uh, great fractionable, fractional. I can't even say that word. It's a fractional coin. At three hundred and fifty dollars, you know, when you think about it, you know, gold's what thirteen hundred and four thirteen hundred dollars forty cents. You're talking about fourteen hundred bucks, so just under a hundred dollars over spot in, in the fractional market. That's unheard of. I mean, really, it, it just is. It just never happens that way. Uh, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and if you know, really, the a lot of us, we always say, hey, we wanna, we wanna hedge, right? We wanna get that wealth insurance. You wanna buy as much gold as you can, as close to the spot price as you can. So you look today as an example, a twenty dollar piece. But you need four fives to get to a twenty. Is thirteen fifty five. So for an extra forty five dollars, which is what you know, a little over ten dollars a coin, uh, you know, eleven dollars and twenty five cents. You get to take that twenty 
and you get four extra pieces, you know, you get four pieces instead of one. Now, I'm hopeful that we never have to use it. Like right now, if you were in Puerto Rico, you'd be really glad if you had gold and silver right now. You'd be really glad, right? There's no electricity, right? The cash registers don't work. The gas pumps don't work. Nothing works. And if you had gold and you had silver, you'd be able to get stuff. I'm hoping that's not what happens, right? I'm hoping that, hey, in the, here in the, the majority of the United States, we're not going, you know, with anarchy, right? The, the electrical power grid's out, the Yellowstone exploded, or, you know, California fell into the ocean. I don't know. We're, I'm not, let's hope that doesn't happen. But for an extra $11.25, it's probably worth it, just in case. Right? I'm going to have fractional just in case. And you know what? I'm really not paying that much more. And that's the sad part. Remember when $11.25, that used to be, you know, a good piece of money. I remember as a kid, and I know this, you guys will remember this. You get to the gas station, and you know what this was? You know, laws were way different back then. People smoked all the time, and they kids would pump gas. I remember in Syracuse, right, especially in the wintertime, my mom wasn't getting out of the car. Joey, put $5 in. Well, but back then, $5, you know, we were in, in the 70s, 1977 Chevy Malibu. That thing was a tank, by the way. AM radio only. $5 pretty much filled up the tank. I don't ever remember my mom saying, put $10 in. That never happened. Say, hey, Joey, put in $11.25. Now you laugh. I mean, you can't fill up anywhere close to that. You can't. I think my car, I got that uh, a Buick LaCrosse. And it's like 30, when, you know, with the yellow light, you know, you drive to the yellow light goes on anymore, right? So the yellow light goes on. There's another thing they didn't have in 1977. There's no yellow light. It cost me about 33 bucks. $34 to fill it up. What used to cost by, you know, my mom, $5 cost me 33 My wife's car, she drives that battle tank, that, that uh, Escalade that she drives. That's like almost, that, that's 80-something dollars to fill up. And so, great opportunity for you know you think about it for an extra eleven dollars and 25 cents a coin you pick up some fractional gold uh u.s five dollar libs at 350 today at 800-951-0592 i've been talking about social security because today was the day they announced how much more money you were going to get and right on path with the last 10 years, these are what they call the COLA adjustments, the cost of living allowance. That's what the COLA stands for. One of the smaller, well, this is actually a big increase for, for modern times. 
but one of the smallest. You know, it's so funny. Right as the baby boomers start retiring, magically these COLA payments just disappear. Isn't that how it works? You know, they just buy in time. How many of you were out there were getting ready to retire back in, you know, 05, 06, 07, and everything blew up? You lost a ton of money in the stock market. You may have lost, you could have lost everything, right? Right as you're gearing up to retire. Now we got 10,000 people a day retiring, and no one can buy a CD or a bond and, and, and stay safe anymore. Remember, because that was what they told you they had to do. You're going to get the largest increase since 2012. Right? And I think 2012 was $32, by the way. 25 extra dollars a month. I'm going to tell you what that adds to the cost of Social Security when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. Patriot Radio News Hour, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number, U.S. $5 Liberty Gold. These are the older ones, 1866 to 1907. And why do we like the older ones? Especially in the fractional markets, they're cheaper. Right? So you always like that, right? You get less. You get, you know, you pay less. You can buy them, sell them, trade them. Right? And you don't have to give out your Social Security number. You don't have to worry about a 1099. And it does provide the opportunity that... If and when, and I think it's more when, the government goes to confiscate gold again, you may be able to keep it. Why? Because the government considers any pre-1933 U.S. gold that didn't get melted down, whatever is left out there, to be a collectible. And remember in the previous Gold Confiscation Act, in 1933, the only gold a person was allowed to keep was collectibles. In other words, if you had collectible gold coins, you could keep it. Otherwise, all of the rest of it had to be turned in. And that's a distinct difference from gold eagles, they can, which the government does not consider to be a collectible. That's a distinct difference from Maple Leafs and Krugerrands and Swiss Franks and British Sovereigns, which the government doesn't think are collectible. Gold bars, right, which they don't think is collectible. And when you're dealing with bars or the foreign stuff, you got to be careful. If you sell back more than $10,000 worth, right, that's an automatic 1099 on those products. So that's why we like the older ones better. And when people ask me, because they do, hey, why do you... Why don't you sell a lot of gold? We sell them. We have gold eagles. If you want gold eagles, call us. We'll sell them to you. I just like the older ones better. Like I said, and for those reasons, right, they're cheaper. And, hey, they, they classify them differently. There's a reason. I think there's a real reason why they don't allow the pre-33 gold into your IRA. Because... They want to be able to go there and grab it all, right? And and, and and when when they need it again, and they're going to need it again. And and really, don't be fooled. Of course, they're going to need it again. 
Do you think the Chinese and the Russians and the Germans and everybody else out there is adding the, uh, gold to their holdings because they don't think they're going to need it? Really? I mean, do you really think that they already don't know what's going to happen? They do. They know already. They know the, the whole debt thing, just a big game. Right right now, they're just buying time. They're trying to get everything in place to wipe us out again, because that's just what does. That's what they do. So today they announced everybody, over 70 million people, and this number grows by about 4 million people a year. So if you, you think about, you know, over the next, say, 12 years, we're going to have close to 120 million Americans on Social Security, a system which already is already insolvent. Somewhere during that period, they're going to run out of money and and claim that they only can pay 75%. So just think about if you're, uh, by the way, the average Social Security payment is $1,258. I guess they're going to add 25 bucks to that uh, this this year, starting 2018. Starting January, you're going to get an extra $25. Which, by the way, the biggest raise since 2012. Just to put it in perspective, over the last eight years, which I think almost, almost coincides to the year of the official baby boomer starting retirement, right? Was it in the last, well, I, I don't know what officially was. It was 10 years, something like that, when the first baby boomer started retiring, something like that. But in the last eight years, the average COLA adjustment has been less than 1%. The decade before, it was 3%, and that was the lowest decade on record. All the other previous decades, you were getting well well above 4 5 and 6% a year. Right up until what? All the baby boomers retired. Now you get nothing. See what I'm saying? Right? Side by, you think that's a coincidence? It's accident? By the way, did you see Donald Trump wants to change the taxes again? They, someone finally told him, by banning the deduction for the state and local, right? Remember, they were going to give you a bigger write-off, but they were going to take that deduction away. That states that pay really high taxes, California, Illinois, New York, New Jersey, you know, states where a lot of people live by and large, right? They were actually not going to get a tax cut. It would have been a tax increase, even after all the free stuff they were going to get. So they now want to do some form of a partial. I don't know what that means, but they're trying to work it out. All that means they're going to add more money to the debt. But it was funny because the USA Today posted a great chart. And this really explains what's really happening in America. You would think, by the way they act, we got 
millions of people making millions of dollars a year. Right? I mean, that's how you would think. Come to find out, not even close. I'm going to break down the seven tax brackets when we return. Final segment on this Friday the 13th. Listen, this gold rally is just getting started. Uh, another another great year for the gold markets. Uh, the dollar, by the way, broke below 93 this morning. Uh, 92.90 right now on the U.S. dollar. Uh, gold's up seven dollars and ten cents, thirteen hundred dollars forty cents. Silver's up eleven cents, seventeen dollars thirty-eight cents. Today's special U.S. five-dollar libs. Going to take ten bucks off a coin, three hundred and fifty bucks at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. But USA Today posted. Filings for U.S. taxes of people making more than $2 million a year. 0.1%. So one-tenth of 1% of the people made more than $2 million. Are you kidding me? And they probably made a lot more than $2 million. 500000 to $2 million. Okay, that's a that's a that's a big. There's 1.5 million dollars there. 0.8 percent. So 0.9 percent of all returns in the entire country earn more than five hundred thousand dollars. That's it. Everybody else struggling to make it. Less than thirty. Thousand forty three point eight percent. You think there's a problem? Yeah, I think so. Thirty to fifty thousand, seventeen point six percent. I mean, so you're thinking about all the people that file their taxes, right? Sixty one and a half percent of them don't even make fifty grand, right? And this is, you know. You know, they're, they're not doing it individually. These are married people, single people, right? I mean, that's it. That's all there is. By the way, you throw in, if you if you pony all the way up to 100000 you get about you get 84% of the entire U.S. population. And this is kind of the problem. Not making any money. Right? And they've ruined all of the, they've ruined the jobs. They gave them all away, whether it was NAFTA, whether it was GATT. I mean, you go to these free trade, you go to the, the corporate handouts, and when they changed all the laws, and now we've got all of these mega companies. And the American workers, the one been left holding the bag. How can we pay for a debt of 20 some odd trillion dollars in rising? When 84% of the country can't even make $100,000. Think you're going to need some wealth insurance? I guarantee you are. U.S. $5 liberties at eight at $350 a piece at 800 951 Take the time. Put them away. It's so simple here. If you've never done business with us, I promise you're going to be like, man, that was too easy. 
And that's how we want it to be. It's not complicated. We're not going to make it complicated. You just simply call up and say, I'd like the special. And we'll just ask you how many you want. That's it. Then you pay for it, and then we ship it. It's that simple. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enjoy your Friday the 13th. Have a great weekend. We'll see where we're at on Monday. Thank you.